What's going on, America? And welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. This is episode 99, which means that the big 100 is happening on Dear America Live Day, which is which is really really cool. Um, We are here. I'm fixing to pop open my. uh, Kill Cliff. Oh, that's a good pop. Uh, this is the recovery drink. We'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Kill Cliff. You can go to killcliff.com and use code Graham to get money in your pocket to go and support an amazing company. That's so good. Uh, they are a bunch of military guys. They support the Navy SEAL Foundation. And if you like energy drinks, you like recovery drinks, you like C. Be do drinks. You might as well support an amazing company. Go to killcliff.com and use code G-R-A-H-A-M. Now, we have a lot to talk about, and I'm going to start this episode off with, uh, honestly, some irritation. So, um, we need to talk about the Tulsa rally, and we need to talk about it, and we need to be honest about it. I, I feel like we need to be honest. We are very big Trump supporters. Uh, But I'm very, very irritated, and I'm going to get into a lot of reasons why I'm irritated and and just, you know, we can't beat around the bush. Saturday was a gigantic, gigantic, gigantic failure in almost every aspect of the word. Uh, One of the lowest attended rallies Trump has ever done. Um, And to make it even worse touted over a million online ticket reservations. Now, I know we're talking about the TikTok thing and all this other kind of stuff, but I think that that's a debunked myth because there's software involved for fake emails and all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. So yeah. I don't know if that's it. So what happened? You have to ask yourself what happened. Um, they put up an outside venue because Trump was going to talk twice because so many people were going to be there. And then they tear the outside venue down. Uh, 6,200 people. That's it. Uh, it was not good. It, it, it was horrifically bad. All right, let's be honest. I love President Trump. And let's be honest again. This is not on the president. This is on the campaign managers. Right. One million percent. The president is the president of the United States. Okay. The campaign manager's jobs are to feel out society and to feel out what the narrative's going to be yeah. to, to prepare for such things. Now, let, let's look at it in rational perspective. Rationally, what most likely happened? What most likely happened is a lot of people signed up. <clears throat> Because that's just what people do. They sign up to get a ticket, not really knowing if they're going or not. And and what entails getting a ticket? Like, just go online and fill out, I want to go. And we all know when something's free, you'll automatically go get it because you have no stake in the game. Right. Right. So you fill out the ticket. You don't go. And and I've been to a lot of Trump rallies. Everyone here has been to a Trump rally before. There's a lot of families that go to Trump rallies. Okay. So what happens is you go online, you fill out the ticket, you want to go, but then reality steps in. You got to find a sitter. You got to figure it out. You got to figure out how to do this. It's a lot to get in a Trump rally. It's an all day event. Yeah. You can't just like show up an hour before it starts and all this other kind of stuff. And you got to wonder too, if everyone thought, you know, half a million million people are going to go, that would be like, oh, well, then I couldn't get there soon enough anyway to stay in this long line. It's the Chris Daltrey effect. Yes. uh, Everybody thinks he's going to win anyway, so why vote, right? So just to clarify, whenever you go to get a ticket, you just say your name, number, like. That's it. 
Okay, so how many Democrats went on there and tried to buy tickets? Well, exactly, and I'm not saying that that's not the case either, but over a million to 6,200 people. Yeah, something else. That is something that is very wrong. And again, this 100% falls on the campaign managers. It's their job to make sure that that visualization does not happen. It would have been smarter to pick an extremely smaller event and had a million people standing outside watching the Titan Tron. Yeah. That would have been the smart move. Now, again, let's get back to the rationality. And then I'm going to get back to, you know, a lot of people accuse us of being biased and never talking about mistakes. Well, we're five months from election. It's time to start talking about where we're messing up here. All right. So reality, there's probably a lot of people that were expecting a lot of protesters, a lot of family people didn't want to bring their kids. That probably yes. sure. Fear. Um, there's probably a lot of people who didn't figure that they were going to be able to get in. Probably true. Uh, there are reports that people could not get in, uh, not because of the people blocking. I think reports have rebuttaled that saying about only 125 Black Lives Matters protesters showed up when it was all said and done. Um, but one thing that did happen was there wasn't any more testers available because they were testing everyone for COVID-19 <clears throat> to get in mm-hmm. to this arena. Um, it was just, it was just bad. It was bad combination. Well, it was really you- bad. They did not do what I said. They did not have all black people standing behind Trump. Like, like, <laughs> like I don't understand the thought process behind the visualizations of this thing. All right. And let's talk about the other things. It just if you if you saw that it was going to be uh, lower than expected, then you should have moved every single person from the top. You should have filtered every single person in because it would look better not to have a single seat on the top like you closed the doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're playing off COVID-19 precautions. I mean, you could have spun this a million different yeah. ways, yep. but you didn't. Um, and you know, go ahead. Well, I, I, I don't, this I is say. not researched at all, just so you know, but I had a fan write and said that they did go to the rally and they had to sign all these things. Like I will leave my, you know, uh, gun in the car. If I have a concern, I will not bring mace. I am okay about COVID-19. And there was a lot of fear into it. Now I'm not saying that's either side. I get it. But when you're having to go through, she said, and check all those boxes, you start to kind of go, well, is there going to be rioting? Right. Are we going to get sick? And so a lot of people were like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that then. Right. And, and so the truth is what should have happened is it, it was over over cockiness is what this was. This was cockiness by the Trump campaign. All right. The president's cocky in general. It's the campaign's job to feel out the, the temperature of the political climate. OK. With COVID-19 still there, what's more likely to happen? OK. Yeah. You got thousands of people there. Nobody can deny that. But what's more likely to happen? Is it more likely that 100,000 people are going to show up and you're going to have to do two speeches in one night on the heels of the COVID-19 pandemic or pandemic, whatever you want to call it? Or is it more likely that you have a major potential to be embarrassed on national TV? What's more likely? That's the campaign's job to figure that out. Okay, this was an, a catastrophic failure on the campaign in every regard, and you can't deny that. If we do 
we're going to lose in November. It's our responsibility as conservatives to talk about what are we doing wrong to make sure we win in November. Okay. Uh, and now I'm going to talk about what I think. And, and I had a conversation with some of our people at the white house and, and I'm not saying any names cause I'm not talking bad about the president. President Trump is the man we need, but if we continue campaign wise, campaign and the administration are two separate things, by the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. If we continue campaign wise to go down the path, we're going down. I woke up the first time this morning concerned. Okay, and 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 here's why. All right, there are a lot of coalitions for the president. There's women for Trump. There's black voices for Trump. There's evangelicals for Trump. There's veterans for Trump, which I'm on that advisory board. Um, the black vote is vitally important. It is. It is. It is the most sought after vote this election. However, if you only focus on the black vote you're going to lose in November, right? Trump needs every single person that voted for him in 16 to vote again. And right now, you are not in the same position you were three and a half months ago. Three and a half months ago, we all thought we were going to coast into the elections off the greatest economy ever, lowest unemployment ever. We had this thing in the bag. Well, that is no longer the case. It doesn't matter that it wasn't his fault. That doesn't matter. And that's what people need to remember. That does not matter. The black vote does not fill up arenas. It just doesn't. The black vote does not fill up arenas. The Hispanic vote does not fill up arenas. None of that wins the election. It just doesn't. You also need your base to show up in force. And I am concerned that the campaign is so focused on the black vote that they are not paying attention to the fact that the base is sitting back going, well, the truth is the economy is not doing great right this second. The truth is there's millions of Americans unemployed. The truth is uh, there's a lot of riots going on in the street right now. There's, I mean, it seems like white Christian males are borderline being persecuted against right this second. What the crap is going on? That's the truth. That's what a lot of people are thinking. You know, you got you got women for Trump and black voices for Trump got chartered in on private planes. Entire hotel wings booked out for them to go to this event. And then you got other people <laughs> that are on coalitions that uh, couldn't even get spots to go because it was going to be so packed out. Mm-hmm. It's just not, you can't do that, ladies and gentlemen. You can't, and, and the campaign, you got to, you have to make an adjustment right now. You just went into halftime and you just got slapped straight in the mouth. <clears throat> you got to make some adjustments. You got to fire back up the base to literally walk into the COVID-19 pandemic jump off the cliff with you yeah. do you play devil's advocate <laughs> All right. do you also think because covid like open you know is lifted or whatever you want to say that a lot of people just can't take off work all day or had different things going on it was on? saturday well still people work on the weekend especially small business owners like we're working overtime trying to catch back up on things i mean just playing devil's advocate when with- when of all the rallies we've been to when has that ever been a problem 
that's true. I think it was a combination of all these things. Rioting. I do. I think it's a combination of all. I think it's a lot of fear. I think a lot of people still support him, but they're not going to risk, obviously, their family. or. This is about elections. You don't get to play, well, it was because of this. Well, that's true. This is the presidential election. Okay? I'm not trying to be mean. It it matters I'm trying to to make sure we win in November. Yeah. And my concern Mm -hmm. is that we are not paying appropriate attention. I understand and how vitally important it is for the black American vote. And I agree with it. Just to be transparent, I agree. But you cannot not make sure that you are also focusing on your base. Right. No, I get that. That's true. Okay. 63 plus million Americans voted for Donald Trump. Okay. A lot of those were not the black American vote. The goal is to get those 63 million Americans plus millions more. That's the goal. And I am concerned that right this second, and Saturday, in my opinion, is a testament to that fact, that I've never seen a Trump rally like that. And I understand that that it's on the heels of COVID-19, but something went catastrophically wrong. Have they announced the next one yet? No. The next one? Okay. No. Something went some something went catastrophically wrong. And we as conservatives, we and I know a lot of people go, well, 10 million some odd people watched online. Cool. A lot of them liberals. But we need people to actually show up to the polls yeah. in November. And if we can't get people to show up to a rally. See what I'm saying? Like, like, like these are all relevant things in to Oklahoma. look at. In Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, yeah. on top of that. And, and that, again, is, and I'm not trying to doom and gloom here. I'm talking for real. Like, like we're in a battle for our country. Everybody needs to put their emotions to the side. Mm-hmm. And you need to look at it, man. Okay, the black vote is monumentally important. They're 12% of the population. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. You can't only focus on one minority percentage of the country. You have to make sure that you are empowering your base. We say it here all the time. You can't lose your fastball. Yeah. You can't. You can train and you can add a curveball in and all this stuff, but your moneymaker is the fastball. It's the only reason that you got a contract to play in the the first place. The thing is, everyone's selfish, right? So farmers want to make sure that we are going to be taken care of as well, right? So, I mean, everyone's selfish and looking at what they want, making sure their stuff gets covered or their agenda or like... So, yeah, I agree. You have to take care of your base and make sure you remind them that, hey, I'm here for you as well. And I get visuals right now. I understand what they were thinking. They're like, we got to make sure that there's a lot of black people there that support Trump, blah, 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 because that's vitally important. But what looks worse? A less than half full arena that's diverse (laughs) or you see what I'm saying? Or a packed arena that has 20, 30 percent minority in there because that's all you're that's all you're ever gonna get in the first place if you have 20 to 30 percent of the black vote you landslide the entire election oh yeah but you have to you have to focus on the 80 to 70 percent of the rest of the vote I, I, i woke up concerned because because it was not what i was expecting in tulsa um it was not. It was not what I was expecting. I don't think any of us were expecting that. I was expecting a world record to be broke. 
And the fact that it wasn't tells me that the campaign made a gigantic, multiple mistakes. And it needs to be fixed immediately because now there will be even more pressure on the next rally. Yeah. And if you don't refocus on the base, the next rally's not going to be packed. Yeah. Yep. Because you need your base to show up. It, and it's as simple as that. And, and, and I hope I don't come across the wrong way. Anyway, I'm going to get off of it. But again, that's all I'm saying. Now there is exponentially more pressure on the next rally mm-hmm. because I'm telling you right now, if the next rally is not a blowout, we're in trouble. It's not good. Yeah. Well, the silent majority, the silent majority, the silent majority has always shown up for the rallies. That's true. Why are they not showing up now? Again, I think, take that for what it's worth, Graham Allen's opinion, I think it's because we are not focusing on the fastball. We are not putting the appropriate amount of attention and time on the base. And if you don't redirect, we're going to have some serious freaking problems, man. Yep. I mean, we, we just are. Yeah. I actually, I actually really strongly agree with that now that I'm sitting here processing that out. Cause you haven't told me, you haven't talked to me about this before because it is again, everyone's selfish in their wants or needs or what they're looking for. Yeah. So if you only focus on one topic, no matter what that is, you do, you start to feel like, well, wait a minute. Is how, someone, how's this going to help me? How about the wall? Well, right. Build the wall is like one of the main things. Well, that's another thing. Trump's going to talk about the 200th completion of the wall today. Well, that's great. But everybody's kind of put that in the rear view and not talked about it. Why? Because right now, rolling into into the actual Saturday, Trump said it before the event. Saturday is the official start to my campaign. I hadn't started campaigning yet. It was a horrific start to the campaign. The worst one you've had. Mm -hmm. And it's not the president's fault. This is the campaign's fault. The president's busy being the president. The campaign's fault. And I'm telling you, if we're all in this thing together and we want what's best for our country, everybody needs to sack up and look at what's happening right this second. You got to focus on the minority vote. Of course you do. All right. That's campaign and politics 101 because it's vitally important. All right. I do. I believe it's important for the black community to get out of, as Candace Owens calls it, the Democratic plantation. plantation. However, if you don't focus on the 70 percent majority of the American population, which is your base, you're not going to win. And I I think Saturday, I think Saturday was a signal to something else. And and I think it's a stirring and a rumbling that the base is not feeling the same amount of attention and appreciation as the black vote or the Hispanic vote or the gay vote. They're just not right this second. And I think Saturday was proof to that. So take that how you will. It's uh, just what I think. And uh, we got to get into a sponsor. Patriot Mobile. While Democrats and their media allies keep making it harder for Americans to get out of this economic nightmare, Patriot Mobile has tried to help by lowering their prices even further. Right now. 
Their U.S.-based team is standing by to design your customized family plan starting at only $25. Patriot Mobile shares your values and will never charge you hidden fees. And unlike Big Mobile, they won't send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or other leftist causes. Get the same reliable nationwide service and support. A company that shares your values, supports our Constitution, and puts people before profit. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number. Bring your own phone or buy a new one right now when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans. Get free activation and a free gift with the offer code GRAM. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT or visit patriotmobile.com slash GRAM. Get your customized family plan today starting at just $25. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash GRAM. All right, so let's talk about controversies that are happening right now. Hmm. Uh, This is breaking as we talk. Uh, By the time you hear this, who knows what's going to come out. But Bubba Wallace, the only black NASCAR driver, uh, him and NASCAR have reported to have found a noose in his uh, garage where they keep the cars and all that stuff. Now, obviously, he's a black NASCAR driver. He came out with the I Can't Breathe t-shirts in support of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. Um, So, I don't know. I don't know if I buy it yet. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying, you know, we had the whole Jesse Smollett thing. I hope that this is not that. And if it isn't that, then I think you need to go after whoever did it to the full extent of the law. Don't they have cameras? They do, which to me is really weird. It seems like this should have been something that has already been figured out. Because for those of you who aren't NASCAR fans or know how it works, normal people just can't walk into the pit and into the garages. They're NASCAR credentialed people. Every time we've gone, we've had to have escorts. So, and there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, they're million-dollar cars. But let Jake so tell, what the crap is taking so long? What did he say in response, though? I thought that was really good. On well, our- somebody asked him, like, you know, does color matter in NASCAR? And he's like, oh, yeah, it matters. The one color that matters is green. You know, money is a big thing in NASCAR, which doesn't, you know, take away from all his other stances and, and whatnot. Um, but this was, this was his, his thing that he wrote. Okay, and this is, this is the weird part to me. All right. That th- this letter that he wrote in response to it is the weird part. I get death threats every day and I go, you know, man, it's just kind of part of it. You know, there's bad people. There's stupid people. I'm going to keep doing my job. This is what he wrote. Today's despicable act of racism and hatred leaves me incredibly saddened and serves as a painful reminder of how much further we have to go as a society and how persistent we must be in the fight against racism. How much further we have to go as a society. You're a black dude in NASCAR. Like, 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 like those words to me are, are odd to me. What do you mean how much further we have to go as a society? You're never going to end racism. There's always going to be people that hate you because you're black. There's always going to be people that hate me because I'm white. What, what are you talking about? Well, think of the time. How much money do you make being a NASCAR? What are you yeah. talking about? How much further we have to go? Do you know what it was like 50 years ago for the black community? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, like if it is true, it's horrific, and whoever did it needs to go to jail. Right. But don't sit there and act like that because of the actions of one or two racist people that all of a sudden society is this horrific place. Yeah. Well, think of the timing of it. Like, 
I'm assuming this is the first time he's had a noose in his garage, right? And like I said before, you're creating Black Lives Matter and all these riots and protests are creating racists. Oh, I agree. People who are always like, you know, I'm 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 not a racist person. I have my prejudices and whatnot, but all this stuff going on is turning those people into actual racists. The worst Or to me it's just fueling those people who are already racist. Yes. If it was truly about equality from the very beginning, the worst thing we ever did was have police lives matter, black lives matter, white lives matter. If it was truly about equality, the only thing that should have ever gone up was all lives matter. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, if you use anything but all lives matter, then you're not trying to be equal. You're trying to win. You're trying to win the argument at that point. You're trying to win that you have been oppressed, so you need special attention and treatment, and you need to be propelled to the fronts of the lines. The very statement, Black Lives Matter over All Lives Matter, mm-hmm. to me, shows that equality is not truly the end goal. I right. liked, um, I was listening to a podcast, and I liked um, that he said if it was about racism, then we would have been very divided on George Floyd. But the fact in general that we all united and yeah. said that is wrong shows actually that we are not. It is a small minority, which again, you're never going to end because it's a hard issue. Yes. This is all on NASCAR. Like NASCAR needs to turn over those tapes ASAP because if they find the one person. Again, cool. I don't see why it's so freaking hard. You go back yeah. and you rewind the tape like six hours. Did it, get, and you did see- it come out that. Someone messed or let tampered me, with let, the tapes. Let, let I wonder. me look while we because talk that would seem like a very, sure. very yeah. cut. Because if NASCAR, if NASCAR is covering this, they're in huge trouble. Sure. And th- yes, NASCAR is inherently a racist organization. If they came out tomorrow and said, "Here's the tapes. It's this guy. He's fired. He's in trouble." Hold on, I'm boom. looking while y'all are talking. Keep going. So. Um, so yeah, it's all on NASCAR, and sooner rather than later, you know, you should turn over those tapes because if there's nothing there and uh, a black guy went in there and threw the noose. Cool. End of story. Either so way. this was late Sunday night that NASCAR released a statement late Sunday night stating a noose was found in the garage stall of black driver Bubba Wallace. So late Sunday night. So they've had well over 12 to 16 hours. Yeah. You can't look at a freaking camera. Unless that's maybe that's they the were weird stuff cut. I'm talking about. Like even George Floyd. Why has the body cam footage still not been released? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like that's weird. Why? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, here it is. This is a black dude right here. NASCAR found a noose was found in Bubba Wallace's garage. I call BS. Who does that? Who cares about Bubba Wallace? Look at his NASCAR record, and he's equivalent to an extra on the Empire, Jussie Smollett. (laughs) Again, I am not saying that's what this is because the facts have not come out that that's what this is. I have no clue. I'm talking about both sides. If it is true... Jail, period. You're done. For the rest of your you're done. You're a racist. You're a bigot. You need to go off the jail. It's just like with Juicy Smouye, though. The guy. <laughs> Juicy Smouye. <laughs> he, he says, these rednecks came and they were wearing MAGA hats and had a had a noose. It's like that. It's their caricature of what a racist is, yeah. right? So a racist gets access and that's what he does. He throws a, a noose on the car like that's a racist. I don't know. It's very fishy. I don't. I'm not saying that it. Didn't All right. Happen, Stars and Stripes. Five minutes ago, NASCAR has launched an investigation. There we go. 
after a noose was found in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace, the only black driver in the in the Elite Cup Series who just two weeks ago successfully pushed the Stock Car Series to ban the Confederate flag at its venues. Oh, I didn't know that. So as of five minutes ago, still, no one's looked at the security footage. Unless there's not there. Well, but you would think if it was messed with, it would already be out. Security footage messed with, yeah. blah, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. KIV and statement about news. There's no place for this disgusting display of hatred in our state. I agree completely. If it's true, there is absolutely no place for that. Yeah, an investigation. An is, investigation. Is looking on the tapes. An investigation would be launched if the tapes were messed up with. Yeah, it would take an hour. Yes, that that's what I'm trying to say. Jake will volunteer to come down there. Yeah, I'll look through your freaking tapes. Yeah, through backup. What look it was found tapes. this night. All right, start at seven or eight when they close the garage. Fast forward until you see some movement. Again, I am not <laughs> saying that I do not believe Bubba Wallace. All right, and, and he, honestly, he probably made a lot of people mad when he got rid of the Confederate flag. And mm-hmm. NASCAR has said that it's true. A noose was found in there. Okay, got it. I, I understand. Okay, obviously a noose was found. Let's find out who put it Let's in there. Let's find out who freaking put it in there. Where are the tapes? Yeah. What if it was a black person that who put it in there? doesn't matter who put it in no, there. No, I'm Racism's serious. Racism's alive. What if the tapes come out and it's a black person that puts it in there? Right. This Another will be swept story. under the rug as quickly as possible. As quickly as Juicy Smoothie was. All right. What they want is they want it to be a white dude that does it. Um, and so we'll find out, I guess we'll find out. And if it is, then he deserves to be put away. Yeah. I'm not negating that. There is no place in this country for racism. Does racism exist? Yes. Is there a place for it? No. And these people need to be dealt with, but I guess we'll find out. But in the meantime, if you like to work out with earbuds, like I do, Raycon is your place to do it. I love my Raycon earbuds. Uh, they, I've had a lot of headphones in the gym, but they are by far the best. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, if you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what other people are listening to, everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash gram. That is buyraycon.com slash gram for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds by raycon.com slash gram. Okay. All right. So let's talk about uh, the defund the police movement. Uh, the house is getting ready to vote on, uh, I don't know, a bill or whatever the crap it's called that will, uh, horrifically hurt our police. And so I thought that this was really, 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 really um, insightful, insightful reading. Uh, This is just Chicago over Father's Day weekend. 103 shot, 14 dead, including a three-year-old boy and a 13-year-old girl. It's time to send in the social workers. 
No. Yeah. I'm serious. Give them some karate swords or whatever. Time to send in the social workers because things is falling apart. What the crap are people thinking, man? 103 people shot in two days. I'm sure there'll be protests. In one town. One town. 103 people shot. I wonder what color those people were. Just curious. I'm not assuming. I'm asking a question. I wonder what the racial breakdown of those 103 shot were. It wasn't cops that shot those people. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm serious. Everybody's really quiet in this studio right now. Oh, do you want me to talk? Yes. Oh, I can talk. Well, the thing is, to me, it's not just, yes, you defund the police, but like I continuously say, we all work together, because if you didn't know, I am a social worker. So if you defund the police, even if you gave us funds, it's not it's not going to help. The police need more training, because who do we call? We are not going to go into a house. We call the police to come escort us. Right. If you take away those officers, then guess who has to go by themselves now, putting me at risk? Mm-hmm. I have to make a tough call because there's not enough officers now to escort me because they're having to respond to a more pressing call. So either that child's going to suffer because I choose to wait, or I'm going to have to put myself in danger. Yeah. So it just is a bad breakdown. And let's not even talk about the court system, which is falling apart because the police arrest these people and they don't get prosecuted or it's like a year out because courts are so backed up, which they're becoming even more backed up because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I can keep going if you want, but I'm just yeah. saying it's a mess. So the answer is by any standard is not going to be to defund the police. You actually need to fund right. the police, funnel more money to them, get them proper training or more training so we can all function well together. When, yeah. when are we going to be okay enough to say that anyone that wants to defund the police is a moron? Oh, we've been I actually, that. I'm okay with that. I mean, when are we going to look at what is already happening? California is already reporting 250% increases in crime. But let me ask you this. Who is wanting that? Politicians? People who have never actually worked in a service job? People who have never actually done a ride-along? Well, the yeah. Democrats still want security. You know, They're just kowtowing to the riots and the mobs basically, but I wouldn't say anything cause we've said it a million times. Yeah, I mean, black lives matter when it's a cop that kills a black person, gang violence. And eh, it doesn't matter. That's, that's our own thing that we're worried about. Okay. It's incredibly frustrating yep. at this point. I get very upset. We're just sinking. We're sinking and sinking and, and it's not offering solutions that help. We're just pandering right. or they are just pandering to no solution. This is not the answer. It's like David Dorn. Where were the protests for and David Dorn? There do wasn't I agree any. that social workers absolutely need more funding? Yeah, honestly, like it's not good in our world either. But again, ask any social worker, and I've talked to several, like, that's not the answer. Right. So there's where I stand on it. I um, I don't know. At this point, it's kind of like, how much more proof do you freaking need, I don't man? Know. You know where crime isn't going up? Places that they don't hate the police department. Right. It's like shocking Kamala Harris. There's not a heavy cop present in, you know, middle class white neighborhoods. Well, okay. Well, there it is. Well, there it is. Yeah. Maybe that to me, she's admitting to the own, to the, the, the very philosophy that we have talked about. It's not a cop thing. It is a administration thing. Right. Where is the money going? Where is the better schools? Where are the better job opportunities? Where is the less drugs that's where there's less police presence because the police have to go where the bad things are happening. Exactly. <laughs> That's where they go. You moron. Like we're talking to a class of second graders. No, it's like we're talking to a class of idiots. 
Well, and it's such a revolving. What a a moronic statement. There's more cops in bad areas than there are good areas. You're such a There's something wrong with that fact. Such a moron. Well, and it's a revolving door, too, because so many criminals are getting out. Right. Quickly or never being prosecuted. Their cases are being thrown out. I mean, look how many got released in COVID. Right. And it's just, it's a mess, but this is not the I did. I did a ride along the other day and uh, we arrested only white people while I was there. I was there for a whole 12 hours. I didn't see a single black person get arrested. That's racist. But either way, uh, listen here. All right. Here's the truth about society. Okay. It's not police. It's society. There are simply people that are going to do bad things all the time. We're in there. I'm with the police. They're booking in a person that had been arrested. And then in another bay, another police officer brings in another person to be arrested. Two white guys. These two white guys start talking to each other. They're like, hey, Joe, what you got? What, what'd you do this time? Back again. No, that's exactly how they said it. What you, what'd you do? Man, what'd you do this time? Man, some BS. Me too. Me too. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What? It's a class problem. These, like, you know what I'm saying? And that's another common misconception of people is a lot of the people that the police interact with, it's the same people yeah. over and over and over again. Yep. The police, anybody, <laughs> there's so many people who just don't have any clue. Man, like, that's why I wish they would do a ride along. I wish they would even yeah. go with social workers. I wish they would actually get involved and actually try to see the solution because once you're in there, your perspective changes. It's like yeah. that video we posted on Facebook of that uh, civil rights activist that went through the the live yes, fire training exercise. And he said, wow. It's the funniest thing ever. Well, and he said, wow, like his perspective completely changed yeah. after he had to go through it. It's like me trying, I own a business. But it's like me trying to tell Jeff Bezos how to run Amazon. What? <laughs> it's yeah. not even remotely. In I got no business telling that man what to do. I don't know. Neither do you, morons. Sorry. Or, or a hospital. It's like you go into a hospital trying to tell them how to run things. Defund hospitals. I could do it better. Yeah, I could do it better. We'll send in we'll send in nurse practitioners to run the freaking ERs. Yeah, up in Chop they have like not hating on nurse practitioners, just saying it's not the same thing. All right, up Everybody. in Chop right now, their their hospital is the Taco Ranchero. Oh my god, is where they're bringing they all their. Let's talk about okay. Well, I'm glad you brought that. Let's talk about Chop here in a minute. But before we do that, let's get into Bespoke Post. If your mailbox is anything like mine, ninety percent of the time it is a fairly depressing place. Political flyers, utility bills unholy amounts of coupons but once a month i do have a reason to be stoked and that's because of my box of awesome from b spoke post bespoke post sends guys only the best stuff every month and no matter what you're into box of awesome has you covered from style and grooming goods to barware cooking tools and outdoor gear box of awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life to get started take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories each box costs only 45 bucks but has over 70 dollars worth of gear inside it's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code G-R-A-H-A-M at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code Graham for 20% off your first box. All right, so let's check in on CHOP, all right? Other, <laughs> other than the other than reports of people that have been shot and the police um. are not allowed to go in there, I found this video really interesting. Here we go. 
How long's the uh, blackout going for? Okay, so I have to wait till eight, basically. Uh, what? you're welcome to like hang out in the perimeter area. Well, the thing is, I'm I'm half Italian, half Colombian, so do I get a pass to get in there, or? Well, this space is right now held for just black folks. Oh, just black. Okay, yeah. so full black. You're saying? Um, if you have black ancestry, or if you um, if you have experienced oppression because you are black, then you can enter this space. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So they have white people guarding. <laughs> Uh, they have segregated yes. shop, and they, they have reversed. white people yes. guarding areas that only black people are allowed to enter into. So <laughs> I could go because my ancestors, I have some black ancestors. Just saying. So I could go? Uh, I, I doubt it. Why? They I said ancestry. I seriously How doubt it. If you go gonna... all the way back, we're all from Adam and Eve, so. Oh, my just God. Just saying. Oh, you would be the first person to get beat up. Probably. That's all why right. I will never go there. All right. Look. This is ridiculous. They got walls. They got, they got segregation. Walls, they're shooting people. They're segregating the six-block community. Can you imagine? Can Can you imagine if I had a bunch of black people garden guarding where where we're sitting and until 8 p.m only <laughs> white people are allowed to come in there after eight you black people but can come in and do what you do my mind is does no one see that this is making everything exponentially worse yes this is it not is. helping society does no one see that everything liberals have ever talked about is now happening and proves that they are the horrific members of society that they are everything wrong with america these are the this is because of you liberals yeah this is this ow i just headbutted my microphone this is because of you okay there ain't no conservative youth in chop right segregating the community on purpose aren't they all about diversity too and multiculturalism and all that. Like, yes. it, it looked like just a lawn. Like, what are black people going to get there and be yeah. like, all right, this is boring. You can't sit here. So Think long. about that. <laughs> Think about the narratives there. White people guarding an area for black people. Can't sit saying here. Saying that you are not allowed to come in here because your skin color is the wrong color. Seats taken. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> what in the world? I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine what would happen if I don't want to mm-hmm. imagine if a Republican <laughs> had been like, "Look here, black folks, white out uh, until eight o'clock tonight. We're having a whiteout. Uh, ain't no black person unless you have a freaking European white descent yeah. of superiority or whatever they call. Then you can't come in here. What a bunch of morons! Well, there's man. a new movie coming out called Cracker. Cracker, yeah, what? I saw that. Where they yeah. reversed the rules. They're like, what if it was reversed? And they have black slave owners and white slaves. And they're like, can you imagine? I said, yes, because it happened. They were called Irish people, and they were slaves here in the millions for over 100 years. So uh, it did happen to white people, sold by sometimes black people. So I, I don't. Society um, is... Um I don't care it's at this point. Let let chop burn, man. I I mean it. I mean it. Totally autonomous. You're completely on your own. No EMS. No police. No food. No water. No nothing. Yeah. Figure it out. I think that's why Trump's waiting because he's like, this will be comedy gold. Like Look, there it is, right there. A hundred people shot in Chicago alone. Right it's now. like wait until they start turning on themselves. Like all these, you know, morally superior, uh, protected groups always end up doing. 
like the gay and lesbian community started turning on the trans community. It's like, wait well, till Trump starts having oppression and tries to overthrow the their The problem warlord. is when you start doing morally superior, I believe I'm more than you and you believe you're more than me because right. there's no grounding. You're so evil. you're always co- constantly trying to be the, the most woke. Yeah. But there's no grounding. It's and like, what's after blackout? Like... <laughs> There's going to be something after blackout. <laughs> Your uh, guess is as good as mine. They're going to have freaking uh, black uh, black laundry rooms and black bathrooms. Water fountains. Water fountains, yeah. <laughs> Water fountains. So think about that. It's like you're in the 50s again, but reverse and intentional this time. And what's even, what's even scarier is back in the 50s, there was a lot of just morbidly ignorant, horrific people that truly believed that black people were not on the same level and shouldn't be allowed in the same spot. The sad thing is we moved on from that. And now you have these woke people that are doing the exact same thing, but worse, (laughs) worse, they're getting the race that they have a problem with to guard the area for them. Yeah. It would have been like it'd have been like back in the fifties, the restaurant where it said color entrance in the back, but they had black people guarding the front door, yeah. telling all the other black people you got to go around the back. Or what? how about white guys having black people kneel and kiss their boots? Oh my gosh! Oh, can, we can we talk about can we talk about the Chick Fil A CEO saying? Yeah, actually, that, that was on my list of that things. white people should shine the shoes of black people to that apologize for all levels. Accidentally racist. Yeah, like him of- saying that. What do black people shine shoes, you moron? Yeah, are, yeah. Are you trying to say that that's like a trade yeah. only held by the African American community? Get, get down and shine. Why don't you meet shoes. them on their level and shine their shoes? Because yeah. shoes is important to them, you he know. Is, oh my god, he's out of his mind. What a man. freaking the the, the original founder of Chick Fil A would would die again. Roll over. In I his mean, grave. yeah, he'd roll over in his grave, man. I mean, it is insanity. Yeah. I guess we're going to Popeye's for lunch today. Uh, I'm not against it. Uh, (laughs) Popeye. Okay. They got that black chick that always does the videos for Popeye's. Not no more. I wonder how long until, by God. Nope. Are you saying only a black lady can cook them spicy chicken tenders? (laughs) Like, what are we talking about here? The, the, The family of the person that Aunt Jemima was mirrored after. Are they pissed? Yeah, they're like, this is the dumbest freaking thing ever. You're taking our mom off the box. That's right. our mom. Yeah. We're not offended by that. We make a lot of money from those boxes. Right. It's usually white well, people who is, are offended. They're dis- like they're deconstructing everything. They're even rewriting history, not about what people felt like during their time period in history. We're saying, no, you didn't feel that way. Right. I'm going to feel this for you. And this is how it should have been. We're so morally superior now mm-hmm. that we can rewrite history and how it should have well, been. Well, Candace Owens says the Democratic Plantation, they were the party of the it's KKK. Ridiculous. How do you get re- history to repeat itself? <laughs> you erase it so people can't remember. I'm fixing to blow yours in the audience mind. Ooh, and exciting. it just happened. I just had the connection Ooh. in my mind. All right. So I get death threats all the time. That's true. You know what makes me feel better? All the money I make every time they threaten me. (laughs) All right? Makes me feel a lot better about my life and about myself. Okay? You got all these people that are super up in arms about racism of Aunt Jemima, Eskimo pies, et cetera, et cetera. You know who's not upset? The family of the people 
that are depicted on those boxes. They're all black people, and they're perfectly fine with what's going yeah. on. You know who just recently decided that they had had enough, and they didn't like people using their their daddy's stuff for the president's advantage? Tom Petty's family decided to <laughs> let, no, don't tell decided me that. to let the world story. know no. that how dare Donald Trump use their father's music if I won't back down Are you serious? at his Trump rally. Wow. But you know what color they're not? They're not black. They're white people. White mm-hmm. people are the ones because that are offended we by have, everything. Because we've created something where we have to prove that we are morally superior or that we are woke. We have to show that and prove that. That is what the cultural context is for white people. We need to show and prove this is how we are. You know what, Tom Petty's family? horrible narrative. I think you're perfectly right. How dare, how dare the president use your daddy's music? I tell you what, you, you, you desell your music for public use. (laughs) You stop pulling all that money and then you can tell the president, stop using the song. Yeah, if he was a one hit wonder that was his only song i guarantee you they wouldn't be pulling it no but they're probably got a hundred million dollars in the bank what a bunch well i i did too his family apparently sucks but uh anyway tom petty's still okay (laughs) all right so just put it in comparison there guys with all this racial stuff where we got to change the change the the imagery we're using ain't none of those family members of those black people got any problem uncle ben's kids don't care that Uncle Ben's is some tasty rice that you can make in five. They don't give a crap. Who does? White people. Yeah. Woke, liberal, stupid white people. And it's reverse racism because they're like, what are you saying? Like a black person's the only one that can make rice like Uncle Ben? It's like, uh, are you saying black people can't make good rice? Yeah. What are you, what are you trying to say? I yeah. I thought we were giving them. Anyway, it's dumb. All right. That's it. I'm done. I'm done talking today. I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. Brett Favre. At this point. Uh, you know what? It's not even worth talking about. It. <laughs> Brett Favre is from Mississippi. I talked about it yesterday. He's a moron compared Colin Kaepernick to uh, be a hero like Pat Tillman. Um, I think that statement is dumb enough in itself. Uh, you know, I, I Colin Kaepernick did not give up millions of dollars to join the military and die fighting in sacrifice. the war on terror. No. And somebody wrote, and they're like, uh, Kaepernick gave up his livelihood. No, he no, didn't. No, he didn't. He makes more he money now money. than he did he in have. the NFL. It was yeah. all You bunch of morons. I, I will say that Brett Favre was right because he is hailed as a hero. He is. So... You know, too bad it wasn't. Like if he would have said that, I'd have been able to be like, "All right, but yeah, you're probably him. right." But he said, "Like Pat Tillman." Yeah, the only person I can think of is Pat Tillman. He did a similar thing. Basically the same hero. thing. Basically the same guy. Anyway, it's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Alyssa, where can they find you? Alyssa Allen on Instagram and Facebook, and Hey America comes out tomorrow. Jake. Instagram at producer underscore Jake. And of course, I'm Graham Allen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. And we'll see you all again next time. Bye.